0: Did you know that only about 2% of women consider themselves beautiful? I'm on a mission to smash that statistic because it is 100% unacceptable. Hi there, I'm Stephanie Snow, founder of The Beauty Revolution, a mind-body eating coach, an ordinary woman with an imperfect body, and your host for Flip the Beauty Script podcast. But enough about me, this is for you hi friend welcome back to another episode of flip the beauty script i am happy and grateful to be here today i've been in a little bit of a funk recently and today in my email i got a message from karma tube. I don't know if you've ever heard of karma tube. I love it, but they sent me a message with a link to a video about gratitude. And it showcased several people who have really challenging lives or situations and the way they persevere and thrive is through their gratitude. And I just really needed to hear that today. And I watched that video and it gave me a little kick in the hiney about gratitude and how much that can help us in our lives. When we go through challenging things to remember. There's so many things we still have to be grateful for. So just a little plug in there for gratitude today. And one of the things I'm very grateful for today is that we have an amazing guest on the show. It's my new friend, Lisa, Eddy, and you are going to love her and her fun energy. I cannot wait to introduce you to her. So let me tell you a little bit about her and then we're going to get into it. Lisa, Eddy has been a leader in the beauty business for the last 25 years as an esthetician, educator, salon owner, and mentor. She's also an Amazon bestselling author. Not only that, she's the host of her own podcast, The Sacred Beauty Lifestyle, exploring how to own your true power and beauty both inside and out. Now, you know, that definitely speaks to me. I actually had the uh, opportunity to be on Lisa's podcast a few weeks ago, and she graciously said she would come on mine. So I'm very excited about that. Lisa has always been propelled by whole body wellness and has understood from an early age that what health and beauty were really about is lifestyle, self-care, wellness, and feeling connected to your authentic self and soul. Love it. I'm almost done. This woman's so amazing. There's so many great things to say about her, as well as having over two decades experience as a skincare professional and educator. Lisa is also a trained Reiki healer, massage therapist, and breathwork coach. I don't know when she sleeps. Maybe she will tell us, but this lady has so much wisdom and I cannot wait to dive in with her and hear all about it. So let's get to it. Welcome Lisa. Thanks for joining me today on flip the beauty script. Oh, hello, Stephanie and Flip the Beauty Script Posse. I
1: am so thrilled and also grateful to be here. I love what you're bringing, the community you've cultivated, and what you stand for. So really,
0: really blessed and honored. Thank you. Thank you. We're both in the the presence of greatness, not to mention (laughs) all the greatness listening to us. All right. So we're going to start today with my two favorite questions that I always ask people that I interview. Which are what beauty have you seen in the world today? And what beauty have you seen in yourself today? Ah, okay. Well, I got
1: to witness a deer and her baby walking through my backyard. Mm, Love it. So that was a super sweet, beautiful moment. Nature is just, nature always gets me right back to alignment, right? Absolutely. So that was super precious. And, uh, in myself, I think, um, well, I kind of am loving my outfit here together. I think my aesthetics I'm appreciating in the moment. (laughs) I agree.
0: And since right now we're only doing audio for my podcast, we're going to have to explain they're missing it. I know It's, it's well, Lisa's wearing black today. And I told her she looks amazing in black. And she's glowing. She's wearing, I don't know, what do you call that? It's like a tank top kind of, but it's like a plunge neckline. It's got some fun, crisscross. And what's your necklace? I can't tell.
1: Isn't that pretty? It's a pendant that was a gift and it just has these beautiful shiny stones of like green and blue and gold.
0: Yeah, she's looking pretty good. I'm glad we're only audio because she is, you know, (laughs) heads and heads. And what do you call it? I don't know. She looks way better than I do today, which is fine because we all appreciate each other's beauty. (laughs) You are hilarious. Okay. Moving on. So Lisa, you have done and currently are involved in so many interesting things that we just talked about. So I would love to hear a little bit about a little bit about your journey, how you got into skincare and being an esthetician and why are you so passionate about it and how it's led to kind of where you are now?
1: Yes. Thank you. I, it's funny. I was that young girl starting at like age 12, I think, or as long as I can remember who was doing the masks and, you know, over the counter treatments. I'd be mortified to look at what I was putting on my skin, being such a natural mama now, <laughs> but, but the fact that I was, you know, naturally inclined to care for my body in that way. And that was always something I loved to do. I was picking my high school boyfriend's back. So truly, you know, skincare was a very natural fit for me. Also being someone who loves people and deep conversations, you know, facials are not like massage where you're working really closely and the person is face up. So there's a lot of fun, intimate conversation that, that occurs and coaching and, Yeah. The beauty of being in the beauty business and, and, and being in skincare is that there's so much more to it than meets the eye. There's so much more than just skincare. When I started really getting into working with people, their face, there's, there's a map of what's going on in the body. You know, I would start to see if people were devitalized, if people were uh, dehydrated or um, even like emotional, you know, issues or energetic drains would also be showing up in their field, in their face and their body. And so that got me like delving into really delving into nutrition, which as you mentioned in my bio, I've always sort of had a passion for, you know, I had a nutritionist at 19 and a personal trainer at 20, which is not common and was not certainly not common 30 years ago Right uh, when, when, I, when that was the time. And so, yeah, I got to really explore and understand how to help people, not just on the surface, but to really feel well and to look good. And to make the dietary changes to stop acne or what have you, or, you know, uh, then, you know, even being able to do the energy work and teaching people how to manage their energy, uh, you know, so it became this deeply spiritual practice as well and breath work people don't realize breath work is actually sort of, I think coming to the the headlines today, I'm at a loss for words, but it's we're seeing it more and more that um, it's being featured as you know, we're, we know more about meditation and these different healing practices or surfing breath work is one of them. And it actually not only is incredibly calming and your breath is always with you, it also is an incredible tool for detoxing the body. We detox like 70% of our toxins through our breath when we're breathing fully and deeply. So I got to really help people with all of these different things for true total body, total body wellness. And I think wellness is at the core. It's like, yes, it's beauty, but wellness is, has really been at the core a forefront of, of the imprint on my heart too.
0: Yeah. I love so much of what you just said, and I should have written it down so I could interact with all of it, but I have found it really interesting. I remember when I was in a physiology class in college and they were talking about how the skin is the biggest organ in the body. And I remember thinking, what the skin is an organ. No, the skin is just skin. Right. But the more I learned about it. And as, just as you're saying, you can see so many things reflected in your skin. Of how things are working throughout the rest of your body and not only your body, but your mental health, your spiritual health, all of those things. And, and I love that those things are becoming more mainstream because um I was having a conversation with someone recently about this that our healthcare system in the United States and we probably don't want to go on this track very long but um <laughs> it's really like s- sickness care it's not wellness right we don't generally speaking help people know how to promote wellness instead of just taking care when things are go- are going wrong we would all be so much better served to do those things and to know how to promote wellness in all those areas of our lives, then we'd probably have a lot less sicknesses to deal with, you know, on the other end. But anyway, yeah, I find it totally fascinating too.
1: Yeah. I think that's, you and I are very much aligned. That was one of the reasons or ways that we clicked is it's not, it's so much more than beauty and having that wellness focus, right. And loving to empower other women.
0: Yes. And that segues right into my next question for you (laughs) is how do you specifically in your business help women gain confidence in their skin? I know that's part of what I read on your website. You help women gain confidence in their skin. How do you do that?
1: Yes. So uh, through, you know, some of these, these studies I was telling you that this journey took me on personally and professionally, I came up with my signature sacred beauty method, which is really all about soul and skin mentorship because when we're really embodying all of who we really are, that is how we shine. There's so much more than our physical presence. We're all energy, you know, anything can be measured in energy, the desk, you, a piece of fruit, a cup. Right. Yeah. And so when we are really embodying all of us, there's more to shine.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And you can see it in people. Like you can literally see it. I always say that, like you can tell
1: when somebody is, there's a different level of beauty and a different level of a glow when somebody is really tapped in awake, present, right? Yes. So that's what I help people with. And, you know, part of that, and there's so many facets to that. It's like in general, there's, you know, there's taking care of our temple, right? Like loving our body. Cause there's often a disconnect.
0: Yes. And I love that you, you reference it that way. Uh, because I also love to reference the body as a temple and it's something that's, reverent and sacred. You know, I, I believe it was given to us as a gift by a creator and, you know, in so many different religious traditions, there are temples and that's where people go to commune with God. That's where they go to worship and, you know, have peace. And wouldn't it be great if we felt that way about our own bodies, where we're always you know, we're always with our body. So if we could treat them that way, I, so I love that. Anyway,
1: I love that. You just pulled that in. Hello. I mean, look what I'm doing. The sacred beauty, right? It Mm -hmm. is sacred. We are sacred. It's all a sacred practice. We are vessels for the divine. And that's exactly right. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And so when you can really like honor and embody and cherish and nurture and teach and treat Yourself, like the person that you love the most, which should be you, right? (laughs) In addition to you know these other tools I teach, you know, there's a lot of mindset, and as as well as the the spiritual work, like really, really delving into who you are and how you show up in the world.
0: Mm, I love it. You are so speaking my language. (laughs) Okay, so I was recently listening to one of your podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about something really intriguing to me that I want you to talk about a little bit more, if you will. Yeah. So, can you tell us about the idea of beauty itself being a frequency or an energy?
1: Yes. So, we know this. Uh, it's funny. I was just talking about that. So, that we know that everything is energy, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Are you
1: familiar with Dr. Emoto's work? It's a no, Japanese think so, Japanese doctor. Huh? Hidden, uh, the messages in water, I believe, is his oh. book. So, I think I he, did read
0: that actually. Yeah,
1: so he took pictures of the water, right? And the water would form crystals when we spoke different yes, words, yes, it, yes, yes, right? All because kind of everything is yes. a vibration, mm-hmm. right? An energy vibration can be interswapped, swapped, interchanged, those words. So when you are saying love and gratitude and all of these like higher vibing words, the crystals formed these beautiful formations. And then when we're saying like dark, dirty, ugly, angry, they would form really ugly, murky, unclear formations. Right. And so I, I just started thinking like just having worked with energy so much, it just hit me one day. I was like, wait a minute. I know that love is a frequency. Wait, beauty is a frequency too. And it's actually something that we all have our unique beauty signature. That's what I was talking about when we're really embodying ourselves. When we're that's where meditation is such a key practice. When I was talking about I help people with spiritual practices, right? When we're really embodying ourselves, that we shine differently, right? Yes. And so I started thinking about if you can imagine like me looking at your face here, you looking at my face here, you start to see how how the pixels of of this image that we get to see in our mind's eye of what shows up as you, all these little pixels are coming in, right? I'm thinking that when we're really embodying our higher selves, that more of that picture gets filled in, more of those pixels Mm -hmm. get filled in. And that is what helps us really shine brightly. And that's why I was like, beauty is a frequency.
0: I love that idea and that imagery. Right? look pixely.
1: <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? But you know, it's so interesting too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you think about it, how we say how beauty or, love, you know, is in the eye of the beholder. Mm. It's just funny too, like how somebody can see you when they look at you through love's eyes. So when you are radiating yes. from the inside out with your love, you look differently.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Okay. So with that background and basis, mm-hmm. what can we, what's something somebody could do like today easily to help raise that frequency
1: mm. or fill in
0: that picture a little bit better? So they can shine their energy more.
1: That's a great question. I think that a lot of us have these discords or, um, maybe even parts of our body that we have disconnected because we thought they were bad or wrong, Mm. uh, because maybe they don't fit into as you, your speak, the beauty mold, or maybe their body has shifted. And so they're like, oh my God, I don't like my hands. Or maybe some of your listeners are like, oh, I hate my butt (laughs) or whatever it is, right? So if you can take a moment to write a letter to that part of your body that you have been rejected or that you have picked up somebody else's imprint. When I first did this, the first I did two that were really impactful for me. And one of them was like, sometimes I said, you pick up an imprint. We don't often realize why we judge ourselves sometimes, and it and it can go we can trace it back to someone someone else had said about us. I had a boyfriend yeah. at one point tell me that, uh, oh, you have thighs like my sisters. Clearly it was an insult. right. wasn't even quite sure what it meant, but I knew it wasn't good, right? <laughs> I'm like oh. So I did this exercise and I wrote my thighs a letter. and I had such a beautiful healing. And thanked them for letting me saunter through the room, and letting me dance samba and salsa, and all, and letting me, you know, carry my baby, and just all of these things that my thighs have done for me. Like if I can't appreciate, I think you spoke to something about this. Yeah. Recently, when I was listening to one of your podcasts, or when we were talking, you know, you might take you a minute to like, you can't if there's a total discord, you can't just go to like, oh, I love you. It has to be the gratitude, like those pieces of appreciating what this, the value that you get, how their temple is serving you. And that can really reframe it. And then I, as an esthetician, I did my, I wrote a letter to my hands and it brought me to tears because uh-huh. I hadn't even thought about like how much my hands have done for me, like h- how many faces I've gotten to touch and how the energy work I've gotten to transmit through our hands. Our hands do so much for us. Right.
0: Yeah. I've done a, a hand meditation with clients before and it's, yeah, it's life change. It can be life changing.
1: Oh, I love that. Right.
0: Just to realize all the things if you just yeah, sit down and think about even for five minutes, what are all the things that my hands have done yeah. allowed me to do the, like you said, the faces you've touched the hands you've held the tears you've dried the, I mean, you could go on and on and on and, and it is profound to think about that. So yeah, thank you. I love it. It really
1: is. Mm-hmm.
0: I like to do, in fact, I think I'm going to pick a body part and do that again. Cause last time I did it was right before I, I had to have a hysterectomy last year. And I, I, the day before I sat and had a little moment with my uterus <laughs> okay. and I mean, it sounds silly, but I mean, that, that uterus brought me three babies and, you know, and so I wrote her a letter and told her why we had to part. And yeah, I was, I was emotional and that stuff, but the interesting thing was, and I had had a lot of people tell me, you know, there was a lot of emotional things that people go through after a hysterectomy with the loss of their uterus and, and things like that. And I, I didn't have that piece ever because, and I think specifically for me, and it might, you know, not work that way for everyone, but I had that moment of gratitude and we, you know, we had our little goodbye party as it were, I guess, Sometimes those things might sound silly or trite, but they really can be profound. Uh,
1: that is so beautiful. I absolutely love that you did that. my body, my whole body lit up in chills when you (laughs) said that what a a beautiful connecting way to go through this connected way to go through this experience. And it made me think of anyone of your listeners who, you know, maybe has to have the same, uh, whether it's a hysterectomy or, um, you know, mastectomy,
0: Mm -hmm. uh, what a beautiful practice that would be. Right. I love it. Thank you for bringing that beautiful moment. Really. All right. I want to shift gears just a little bit. Yeah. Cause I want to know if you have always felt good in your own skin or your own body and had a positive relationship with it, or if not, what have you done to maybe shift that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. It's interesting because of the fact that I grew up dancing and, Mm. uh, you know, so I was always really in my body and and physically fit for the most part of most of my life. So that helps with confidence and, you know, connection. right? Right. And, and, and let's not bypass this. It helps with fitting in
0: true. You know, it can also, I've heard bring a lot of pressure too, depending on if you're like competitively dancing or dancing with other people of various shapes and things.
1: I love that you brought that in. Okay. So, so yes, I felt like I had a pretty good, healthy relationship with my body. But then as I went through, as I got a little bit older, um, you know, just even in like mid twenties, end of twenties, I think a woman's body can often change, like start to change Mm -hmm. and, you know, working more. So I had gotten away from dance classes or different things. And, and I, then I started working out obsessively for a period of time to keep up the look. Like I definitely went through that phase where I was like, I have to work out five days a week. It has to be three days of Pilates and two days or whatever it was, you know, to to look good.
0: Oh yeah, been there.
1: (laughs) And that forcing. And uh, so I've definitely had the ebb and flow. And I think truly a lot of my spiritual practices and I know have really helped me I, yeah, I was in therapy at the time. And and that's when she pointed out to me that I was like uh, obsessing a little bit about the way that I was working out. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: and so we, looked down. At it.
1: yeah, we looked at that and it was like, oh, okay. And then I realized I got more easy about it. And you know, what is so interesting is that I feel like we in general in America, especially in the Bay area, I mean, I think it's all over, but certain, you know, parts and pockets can be right. more intense with the look or the workout. Like there's this real grind and uh, like the harder, the better with these different circuit trainings. Right. And I don't really believe that's the way I almost believe like less is more like we read about these blue zones or, you know, around the globe where the people who are the healthiest and it's, it's all about like being able to walk, like the, 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 you know, continuously being able to walk in your neighborhood, walking to the grocery store and more like moderate workouts that aren't pushing our bodies so hard. Like a lot of women I know try to work out really hard and then don't end up losing weight because there's this push pull thing. I'm not even sure. Yeah. And their body are I'm too
0: stressed about. out. Yeah. Yeah. Because your body's in that stressed state so much of the time and. When you tend to be that way, and I speak from experience of the past, you don't get the opposite rest that you need a lot of the time. You know, I remember being pregnant with my second child. I had bronchitis, and I would get up at 5 30 in the morning and go to step aerobics class because I had to work out. Part of it was because I'm like, I'm not sleeping anyway. I can't because I might as well just go work out. But like, how much more would it have served my body and my growing baby to actually rest? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So rest, and I didn't see that for a long time, that the rest piece is as much of importance, if not more than the the continuous workout, workout, workout. It is,
1: it is. And so I think that, you know, there was a lot of work that I did on myself to get to that place.
0: Yeah, well, it's hard because what we see is the push, push, push. And what's wrong with you if you're not? Oh my gosh, the, the year between having my hysterectomy. And I mean, I'm still not running where I was and I probably won't. And which is fine now. It wasn't fine, but it's fine. If I was outside and saw people running, it immediately put me into like a depression because I was like, Oh my gosh, they're running and I'm not running and I should be running. And, ah, you know, it's crazy, but I we get to work. Yeah, through. Yeah. I get it. But I feel like I'm in a much healthier place overall. You know what I mean? Like I can't run as many miles or as fast, but I feel much healthier and more well.
1: And that's really what it's all about. Like, and it's making peace with where we are, like doing what we can and being realistic. And, and that's again, kind of like we were talking about like honoring your temple. Right. And what does my body need? What do I need right now? That was part of the work. It wasn't coming to me. It was like, I started asking the question, and listening more, like deeply listening. What is it that you need now? And I started pivoting my workouts and adjusting my schedule to what I need and still being able to do the workouts and just sometimes cutting back. Like maybe it was a half hour of Pilates instead of going to that hour class that day. And I remained incredibly fit and I felt really
0: well and I wasn't obsessing about it. Yep. Welcome to the human party, right? (laughs) Right. Day by day, we do the best we can. Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun and I've so enjoyed our conversation. You've already given us lots of nuggets of wisdom. Is there anything else you want to share before we wrap up today for our audience?
1: You know, one of the things that I like to do is to wake up in the morning and do some mirror work, looking yourself in the mirror and say, You are more beautiful today than you were yesterday. (laughs) love it. <laughs> and be the first one to compliment yourself and set the tone for that day. Mm-hmm. I and love also, that. Be the first com- one to compliment yourself. Right. And it talks about, it speaks to what I was talking about earlier about that beauty frequency. Like you're calling it in, you're fostering it. Yeah.
0: I love that. I'm writing that down. Cause I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that tomorrow when I wake up.
1: We're going to have so many beautiful people around the globe. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be
0: fabulous. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. My last question to you, where can people find you if they want more of your fabulousness? Mm, Good
1: question. I definitely am active on Instagram. I am lisaeddy.com. I also have a gift to share with your audience.
0: Absolutely. Yes. I didn't ask you about that beforehand. So I didn't want to put you (laughs) on the
1: spot. (laughs) It's okay. I can roll with things. The seven secrets to radiant skin, which speaks to all of the things that I was talking about earlier. Like there are, there are secrets because it's often not what we think that really helps us radiate. So I have that tip sheet and there's a little secret. You actually, when you sign up for that tip sheet, you actually get the video series. My best cat beauty secrets. Ooh, um, awesome! So yeah, so that you might want that too.
0: Yes. All right. I'm going to make sure I get that as well.
1: Okay. So we'll drop the link in the show notes yep. I'm gathering here.
0: Yep. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you. Well, Lisa, thank you so much again for being with us today. I appreciate it. You've brought so much beauty and joy into my day and I'm so grateful. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you. It was an honor and a pleasure and a joy to be here with you as well. And thank you friend for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review flip the beauty script podcast. Then don't forget to follow our show and share it with your friends. And for more goodness, head over to join You can sign up for the five day body image breakthrough where you'll learn five of my favorite simple strategies that will help you claim body confidence. Now go out and make it a beautiful day.